on this week's episode of Bungalow on the Bus, we are at the Orlando Fringe Festival again. We're also talking about the new Hourglass District. And of course, we got all the hot events that are going on in Orlando this weekend. Thanks again for joining us on Bungalower and the Bus. I'm the Bus. John Busdeck. And I'm Brendan O'Connor from Bungalower.com. And we are on week two at the Orlando International Fringe Festival. And my arms are barely tired. No, I didn't say we flew here. We flew. Oh, I don't know how it works. It's a terrible joke. <laughs> we are sitting on the lawn right now. Uh, beautiful, clear skies. In Lockhaven Park. I have a clear view of the uh, porta potties. <laughs> what a great, what a great view this is. So, so cheese it's, curds and porta potties. It's already been a week down on Fringe. We still got a, a weekend to go here. Um, if you haven't been to the Fringe Festival yet, it's here, as Brendan said. What and is the Fringe, John? It's it's a huge international festival that we have here in Orlando. Lots of sort of odd theater, and not so odd, too. Yeah. Kids shows, X, no, I, shouldn't, I shouldn't say X-rated, NC-17 rated. I saw an X-rated one the other night. What did you see? Full frontal nudity. Male or female? Male. There's always male nudity. Wang for days. I don't think I've ever seen female nudity well, we talked we talked about that last week how this is the gayest fringe in the world no you said that and people I, on the circuit call it the gay fringe oh okay and i went to this i showed up to this thing it's called pillow talk it's about two straight guys who have to spend the night together uh-oh in a bed you know what happens then hilarity turn gay that's what happens <laughs> it kind of happened <laughs> and uh this guy just gets really comfortable at the end and you he just like strips down really and like everything was out and this girl next to me said that's the first Blank. <laughs> I I've ever seen that. in my life. Wiener. <laughs> Did she say that? Bloop. <laughs> Let's just say bloop. First one in, in her life. That's the first bloop I've ever Has seen. Has she never been in health class? I or? no health class. No playing doctor as a kid. That was the first one she ever saw. It I actually, I actually saw that on your Facebook, and I, I wanted to say. I wanted to say, do you want to see the second one right now? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was a great show. I also saw this thing called Baker's Dozen. Okay. And it's from this guy actually from my hometown. Uh, how great is that? Uh, there's like two people that grew up in your hometown That's in it. Canada. Us and the Wolves. And uh, it was puppets. It was all puppets. He'd switch out the face. It's like 12 Angry Jurors, but through the lens oh, of puppetry. That sounds good. And it was really good. You know, we didn't even say what our show's about. <laughs> so this is the first time you've ever heard us. This is Bungalow and the Bus. We talk all about things that are going on in downtown Orlando and Winter Park and College Park and all the parks. Yeah, Yodo, Mills, Soto, Lo, Yolo. <laughs> so that's what we're talking about. But right now we're at the Orlando Fringe International Fringe Theater Festival. Yes, on the Lockhaven Park. There's a hundred and sixty some shows happening, and I've only seen six of them i've seen i think i've only seen four four. Oh yeah well i'm trying what have you seen i saw the first show i saw was commencement uh-huh, uh-huh. which is a beth marshall production and she it's, likes to do like heart wrenchers and it was a heart wrencher i will say it's all about a fictional school shooting Ugh. told from the perspective of the mother of the shooter a w- girl who's killed in the shooting and the mother of the girl killed in the shooting. Okay. And so it's like a three-woman show, and they each do, like, a separate monologue. Thankfully, there's a full liquor bar 
on the line <laughs> when you get out of some of these shows by yeah, Stonewall. Show is fantastic. Um, she actually put it on because of Paul. She wanted to talk about gun violence and, and, and sort of society and things like that. Fantastic show. I saw Wanzi with a Z. Okay, that's which like is about Michael Wanzi. Michael Wanzi, who we had on our show last week. Kind of showed up and Briefly. stole my mic. Yeah, <laughs> stole my <laughs> mic, actually. Yeah. But yeah, I saw his show, and, and uh, it was fantastic. It was it was. It's very, autobiographical, very right? It's like yeah. the life of Wanzi, so, how he became to be who he is. Yeah, and there's three people that play Wanzi. There's teenage Wanzi. There's sort of 20-something Wanzi. And then there's Old Man Wanzi, who is played by Old Man Wanzi. Oh, okay. <laughs> I like and, that. Uh, it was it was a good show. If you if you know Wanzi, you, you maybe have heard him here on 104.1. Local playwright. Yeah, he's on. I think on Mondays or Tuesdays. He's been on for 18 years. Does trivia and stuff. And he's also the writer of Wanzi.com, right? Exactly. Isn't that yeah. Local newsletter, theater happenings. Yeah, and if you've heard him, maybe you don't know his whole story, but he told sort of his whole story of how he came to Orlando because he's actually from Connecticut and. He worked at Disney. He was a choreographer. and I love it. Yeah, he sort of talked about, you know, being gay and coming out and having boyfriends and losing them. And it was really, really good. Fantastic show. Well, I'm thinking about seeing it. You should. I should. I just don't have much time, so I'm trying to prioritize it. I, is there a show that you haven't seen that you really want to see? Well, we tried to go see one today. It's we did. Cause and Effect, which is a puppet show, like a shadow puppet show. It's like people dressed as crows with a projector making shadow puppets and we tried to go but it was sold out <laughs> and sold out which I is know. totally french but that's okay i i tried to go see a, the a 27th varieties, is the next one a variety show burlesque at a, a the burlesque, venue sold out of course um, that blue yeah miss blue she can sell out some shows i really want to go see this night of the living dead musical number soundtrack i just haven't they, they're so late. You know who stay, just showed up? I can't up. stay up till midnight on a Tuesday. You know who just showed up is Brian Sikorsky from uh, Orlando Fringe. Brian, have you seen have you seen uh, this Night of the Living Dead show? Yeah, I have. Uh, it's it's pretty awesome. This guy Ben Singer from um, Greensburg, North Carolina. He was here last year with a show called Faust. Uh, he takes the uh, a movie, and he just creates a new score for it. So he took the movie Night of the Living Dead, cut it down to an hour. And has him on stage with an electric guitar, and he's got a drummer with him, and they just redo the movie score, and it's what? amazing. Yeah. I will say, Night of the Living Dead is one of my favorite movies of all time. Is he uh, local? No, he's not local. He's from Pittsburgh, North Carolina. So I'm going to try to you go see that North show. Carolina. Yeah, and that was Brian Sikorsky. He's the marketing director of Fringe here. He's actually sort of filming us right now as we as we talk. Oh, Brian, where's, this, where's that video going to show? Uh, I may put it on YouTube or Facebook. I don't All know. Right. We'll I got to show some light. Can get. Okay. <laughs> so Fringe goes for another three, four days till Monday, Memorial Day. There's a uh, the last day is Sunday, but then they do an encore performance of all the best shows on Monday. So if you've never been, it's really simple to fringe. All you need is a button, and then you come down, you buy tickets to each show. But do not be late. Do not be late. Do not be late <laughs> because they will not let you in. No, if you're like a minute late, you can't get in. Uh-uh. You, you have to try and see it again. Then you're going to be mad and you're going to try yeah, to argue. That and could ruin your whole work. fringe. Don't do it. It'll let you in. But the good news is that if you bought a ticket and you're late, you can at least still feel good that you gave money to an artist. So that's a good thing. I don't think I would feel good. That's why you're, <laughs> that. I'd be that's why you're buying a button because all the money from the button sales go directly to the Fringe Festival. 
Uh, and then the ticket money all goes towards these artists who are coming from all over the world. Yeah. And so if you've never been, please come down. I know there's some people who say, oh, I don't understand it. Or I've lived here a long time and I just don't really get the concept. Just come down, buy a button, see a show. If it's terrible, it's only 50 minutes. If it's amazing, it's 50 minutes. And if that's too weird for you, you can just go to the beer garden. There's like a two-week-long beer garden in the middle of Lock Haven Park with yeah. free live music every night. That's yeah. crazy. Like, this place should be packed. It, and it will be this weekend. All right. And it should be now. I'll be here. I'll be here. Slurring away in the bushes. Yes. All that's right. That's what we do. So what else we got? <laughs> we, we've talked about Fringe. Come see Fringe. What else Fringe. is going on well, There's a lot of development stuff happening in Orlando. I think you got a tour of some of this. I did. I was just hanging out with uh, Hottie Too Hottie, Giovanni, Frankenfurter, <laughs> I already messed up his last name. Did, did, does he know that you have a crush on him? He must, because I was slobbering all over myself. <laughs> this guy uh, is the guy behind this hourglass district that everybody's talking about at Curry Ford and Bumby. And so this is a new, they're trying to have new development over on Curry Ford and Bumby. Right. right? So this one guy, Giovanni, uh, bought like, I want to say like 10 properties and he's flipping them. He's going to bring in new cool retail uses that'll kind of like revolutionize that whole corner. What's, what's there now? Do you know? Uh, nothing right. Well, it's all these old buildings that was like there was a church and there was, uh, I want to say like Pinto's Auto. It was like an auto store. Okay. Uh, this little corner gas station. It's an, it's an interesting neighborhood over there. I actually have a friend who, they're calling it the Hourglass District because there's a lake called the Hourglass and Lake. And there's Hourglass Park. There's yeah. a little public park And it there. looks like an hourglass if you see it from a yeah, map. kind of. But if you live over there, there are some, like, cool restaurants and, and things to do over there. Charlie's, now, which is, like, world, or not world, I don't want to say world uh, famous, Orlando famous for their key lime pie and their baked goods. Pizza Bruno's Pizza is Bruno open there. Is, one of, if not the best pizza place in our Orlando. I just was there, and we just saddled up to where they were cooking and just ate garlic knots. And those garlic knots there, They're if delicious. you have never had them, they are amazing. They're actually also on, like, Uber Eats or something, too, so you don't even need to go there. They, I mean, they're bread, and then they just put tons of garlic, tons of oil, tons of uh, Parmesan. Yeah. It's so good. I want some right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but there's all kinds of cool stuff over there, and... You know, yeah, now it's picking up, yeah. right? But there's also just been like Klingon uses retail that's just been there forever, like just in between retail. Uh-huh. It's not really like doing anything for the people that live there. And it's such an affordable neighborhood. It there's really a lot is. of people that just are getting priced out of like Ivanhoe and Mills and College Park. You can't afford to live here anymore unless you got a I spot. Live in, I live in College Park. What are you well, trying we're to say, not all Brendan? Like high rollers. I'm not a high roller. I'm unemployed. <laughs> you're not unemployed. What are you talking about? You're, you're working right now. Um, they are all moving there. Everybody's moving to Curry Ford Bumby. Any idea when any of this stuff's going to open or what? I would say I don't even think any build-out has really happened. So I would say in, in a year. That's like a year process, what's going to happen over there. Like they're going to flip this old car wash space into some sort of like outdoor food picnic area. Cool. Maybe with food trucks. That's There's a Zaza's over there, Zaza's Cuban food. Uh, I think everything there tastes like melted plastic. You don't like Zaza's? I'm not into Zaza's. All right. I'll go. You could write that down, everybody. I wasn't super impressed either, to be no, honest with you. Right? Not if there's, like, Pizza Bruno up the street. Well, I like Cuban food. I just didn't think it was amazing. I heard you hate Cubans. No, I don't. No, like the sandwich. Oh, okay. <laughs> and the people who and make them. I don't them. know. <laughs> we, uh, yeah, but I don't this know. This guy's also doing something in the milk district. He is, because he's not only gorgeous... He's also got, you know, I don't know what I'm trying to say. 
He's the Monopoly man. He's he, the Monopoly. He just he wants to make Orlando over a better Orlando. place. He wants to make Orlando better, but not like in an Adam Lonis, you know, put up townhouse things in Milk Sister kind of way. He wants to make it better, like really better. So he bought that, what is it called? Antioch Church, Antioch Christian Learning Center. That's across the street on Bumby from uh, Hoods Up. Okay. Oh, okay. Right? Everybody's watching Hoods Up and Gringo, like that, right by Gringos Locos. Yeah. That woman wants like eight hundred thousand, nine hundred thousand, a million dollars for that corner lot, and nobody can afford that. Yeah. You'd never make any money back. You'd have to like tear it down and put up like a four-story building. Um, but this guy bought this huge, like whole little lot on the other side, and he's his offices are going to be there. He's got like 50 realtors working for him. Cool. Manages 800 properties, like rental properties in Orlando and Las Vegas. Um, and the front, like the northern part of it, which is all windows now, he wants to put in maybe like an Italian market grab and go concept, which is interesting. Grab and go Italian. Grab and go. That's awesome. Grab and go like Japanese park. didn't work so well <laughs> over at East End Market. Aww. We'll see. It didn't. Cap that did. Kobini? Yeah, I think Kobe, it did really They're well. not open anymore. Well, because they did it and they moved out. Okay. Now they're opening their new one. <laughs> all right. I think it did all right. Kobini. Kobini. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I love that. That was good. By the Cadence people. Um, and then in the back, they're not really sure what it's going to be yet. I'm talking to them about maybe doing a pop-up back there. Uh, we'll see. Cross your fingers. Uh, I'm not sure how I feel about pop-ups. Why? I don't. I just. I never know where they are. I don't know when they're opening, <laughs> when they're closing. You gotta read bungalore.com. I mean, if it's good enough, just make it a restaurant, right? I'll tell you all about it. No, you just do it for a little bit and uh, and come back. What about? Isn't there a pop-up going in in Thornton Park or something like that? It's a whole pop-up kitchen. The old graffiti junction space is now empty, and the actually the what's his name, Greg Peters, who. He owns it. He's the chef. It's actually going to come back and then use it as like a pop-up, a series of pop-ups. So it'll just be almost like a commissary kitchen where people can come in and just pop up if they're a food truck or like a caterer or something. They just want to try their hand at a night of like a sit-down restaurant, wrench it out, make their food and leave. Okay. It I could be really cool. Right, maybe I like that. I think there's a marketing group that's behind the actual operations and signing people up part. Yeah. The bar is going to remain the same always. And then, uh, yeah, we'll just see what happens. I think it's really cool. It's called Truck Stop. Oh, I got. <laughs> I just got a kiss from Big Rick here. How you doing? <laughs> we only have we only have two mics, so I can't bring you on here. All right. <laughs> This is what happens when you have friends. You see friends. A big Appalachian man with a clown nose came and made out with John <laughs> on air. Everybody missed it. But that's friends. You don't know what's going to happen. He's a beer rep for Lagunitas. All right. At least he was. I'm pretty sure he still is. And now he's just, you know, making out with people. Does a lot of stuff with Tom and Dan. And <laughs> yeah. All right. So that's one thing. Keep an eye. Thornton Park, Milt District. Uh do you know this Puddles guy? Speaking of like big I Appalachian. Have. I saw some stuff on Bungalore about him. <laughs> He's my boyfriend's like in love with this guy. He's a seven foot tall clown who's just I'm interested. Sad. He's just like sad like a clown. clown. And he sings. And he went he did a video with this group on YouTube singing uh Lord's Royal. He did a cover of Royals. Nice. And it got like 20 million views. Okay. Which is insane. And he's coming to Orlando. He's coming to Orlando. It's his first time here and people are flipping out. Tickets are going to sell so quick. It's, it's on at the uh, Plaza, right? At the Plaza. I want to say it's like June 12th. I didn't 
I didn't put down the date because I'm that guy. Okay. But you can find it. We just wrote about it on bungalore.com. It'll be like at the top of the page. Uh, Puddle's pity party. <laughs> I saw the photo. I mean, he's dressed in white, head to toe, and looks like a sad clown. <laughs> There's a cool video. You can watch it. You can actually, I think we put the viral video at the top. You can see what we're talking about. Uh, good date night. I want to talk about something real quick. So it's more of a statewide thing. We know, I know we sort of stick to Orlando. All right. But it's, it, it affects Orlando. Did you see that the, the governor, Rick Scott, vetoed this liquor bill? I don't know much about it. Can you tell me about it? So, yeah. So um, if, here in Florida, if you've lived here for more than five minutes and you drink, drink liquor, you know that you have to go to a liquor store to buy liquor. Unlike where I grew up in Michigan, you can buy liquor at the grocery store. So, you know, if you're at Walmart or wherever, you can go buy your, your apples and your bananas. Then you can go buy your Jack Daniels if you want in okay. a different aisle. Whereas here <laughs> And in then Florida, go home and cry into your exactly. Cheerios. Okay. Here in Florida, uh, the rules go back to the prohibition where you had to have a separate building to sell liquor. So when you see Publix... They have a Publix, and then sometimes they have that little tiny Publix liquor store. Right, which they do in Baldwin Park, right? And they do in um, Winter Park as well, Winter Park Village. (laughs) And so there was a bill up for for vote, which it passed the the Senate. Uh, It was like 56 to 55 or something really close. So they were going to take this wall down. So places like Target and Walmart, they wanted this to pass so they could sell liquor at Targets and Walmarts. Publix, they didn't want it to pass because they've already built all these. From what I gather, they've already built their little stores. They don't want to, you know, divest in that. And so they wanted the, the wall to stay up. So it went through the house and it, it was supposed to come down. They were going to have this liquor wall come down. Governor Scott vetoed it. And he said, well, no, I want it to stay up. So now nothing's going to change. Did he change. give an ex- like a reason why? Uh, it sounded like... Part of it had to do with independent liquor stores saying, you know, we're going to lose business. We're going to lose employees. They would. Yeah. And there's there's some argument there. I think he cited his dad being an alcoholic. And, you know, one like of the arguments increasing is. Increasing access to liquor. Exactly. That's one of the arguments. Okay. You know, if you're at Walmart, you can just grab a Jack Daniels. Although you could also make the argument if you're, you know, you really want some liquor. You'll go if, to the liquor store. You'll still go drive to the liquor store to go buy some booze. Okay. But I don't know. It's just an interesting thing. I mean, I don't know what you think about it. I mean, where I grew up, like I said, in Michigan, you know, they have liquor at the grocery store, but they have liquor stores as well everywhere. My, where I grew Canada, <laughs> everything's all, all liquor sale, beer sales has to go through the government. Yeah. So it's government owned. And it's really liquor expensive. And, beer, and it's super expensive. Liquor. I mean, whiskey in Canada. I bought some scotch in Nova Scotia one time. It was like $70 for a bottle. Yeah, I know. And it wasn't bucks. like amazing That's right. These whole like homebrew kit things, it's huge in Canada. Yeah. Because it's the only way, cheap way to get booze. So like make your own wine at home. I mean, even even a 24-pack of beer is, is $40 oh, in yeah, Canada. At least. At yeah. least $40. I remember I told I was home for Christmas like two years ago. I was like, oh, I'll go get the beer. And I drove there. <laughs> and I was like 60 bucks for like what the beer that everybody wanted. And everybody was like, oh, Brendan's buying it, the expensive <laughs> one. Although I, I feel like wine's not as expensive. I could be wrong on that. It's though. not. Yeah. But I think it's because it's not like, I don't know how. I don't know. I don't know the intricacies. I mean, it, it, it's sort of, yeah, that's a whole other topic. I still for think it's great <laughs> that I can buy beer and wine at a 
gas station. You can't do that in Michigan. That's no. a, that's a different thing. <laughs> right. But anyway, I just thought I don't know. I don't know what you think about that because there's Land a lot of, ABC. of the free, indeed. <laughs> but there's you know? a lot of ABC stores here. There's a lot of you know. There's Total Wine, and you know they they were saying we'd have a lot of competition if we had if we yeah, had to which compete is not with a Walmart. bad thing. No, I don't know. I mean, I guess sometimes I wouldn't mind to being able to pick up some. It'd be even cheaper, store. right? It would be even cheaper because everybody would be lot, carrying it. Not necessarily because sometimes the state sets the price, at least in some states. I mean, it might be a little cheaper, but probably not too much. Anyway, we still got a few minutes here. Right. So. Uh, well, since we're talking about state stuff, did you hear about Amtrak? I did. They might cut it. Cutting Amtrak. That That's, just seems insane. I wish I could say I've taken Amtrak somewhere, <laughs> but I haven't. But Not I've here. been there. I would go. I was. I've been uh, covering the renovations of Amtrak for like the last like three years. Uh, I feel like it's been like a three-year process. We should mention this was in Trump's budget. That Trump's budget to cut Amtrak to Florida or, or like the southern part of it. It's not like an attack on Amtrak. It's an attack on train. I can't remember what it's well, a part of. Well, the United States government subsidizes Amtrak, and so in the Northeast, people ride Amtrak a lot. Down here, I think it's a money... I want to say it's a money loser. I could be wrong on that, but I don't think it makes... If it well, makes any money, it's not a if lot. If it's completely subsidized by the government, it must be a money loser. I think it is. A money... As he would say, he's a money loser. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. And it just so happens that all three Florida Amtrak routes will be cut and i know people go from winter park to savannah that's a popular route it'll be interesting to see if that i guess maybe that like paves the way for like the bright line thing that everybody's talking about or i am excited for that this is the train that will go from orlando to miami right in three hours i just see a lot of people using it that one especially especially tourists because i know people that come to orlando and they want to go to Miami, but they don't want to rent a car. They're not going to fly there. That's just a waste of time and money. Yeah, imagine but you could just take the train and then Uber. Yeah, exactly. That I think that'll perfect. be a popular, popular thing when it finally does open, depending on the cost. I have no idea what they think that's going to cost when it finally does open. I think it was like 100 bucks. It's like well, a bus not ticket. Bad. I'd pay 100 bucks to go to Art Basel on a train. Totally. That'd totally. Be awesome. Plus, you can work all the way down there if you want or read or, a or sleeper, whatever. Sleeper unit. Uh huh. Yeah. All right. Watch so, some Netflix. So ride that. Ride Sunrail if you can. Right. Ride it while you. Yeah. Please ride Sunrail. Somebody please ride Sunrail. <laughs> For God's sake. <laughs> uh, well, wait. Does Sunrail depend on the, that same funding? I don't believe so. Sunrail's a. Uh, I, I believe Sunrail is a county thing, and, and municipalities have chipped in, but only for like seven years. And so there is something coming up in a few years where they're going to have to find funding with that one. The man who's in charge of marketing for Sunrail gets paid twenty thousand dollars a month. Really? Twenty? I would do it for half. <laughs> he who's ever like, listening? I will do it for half. I don't I'll know. create the videos. All he's supposed to do is like sell ridership uh, vouchers to businesses along the route. And I don't think they've sold anything. Oh, man. 20 grand. All right. We no can do it. No big contract. We can do it for half. I would do it for a quarter. <laughs> Quit undercutting me. I would. All right. It's so much. A, a month? Anyway. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll be write back. about that one. We'll be back after the big. Welcome 
back to Bungalore and the Bus. I'm the Bus, John Busdecker. And I'm Brendan O'Connor with TheBungalore.com. You should change your name to BrendanBungalore.com O'Connor. Uh, what no, do you think? I'm so much more. Why are you tr- You're always trying to put me in a box. Eh. But that's that's what you're known for right now, right? You can Is Bungalore? Yeah. Before that, I was the chair guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. My friend Joe Freeman wrote stories on you. First story. You know where Joe is now, right? Nobody cares. Cambodia. Cambodia. I think he is somewhere in Southeast Cambodia. <laughs> Child molesters. Yeah, he, had to, he tried to get that far away from you. <laughs> That's where you go for mail order bribes. <laughs> That's sad. I didn't mean that. I take it back. Don't write me any bad mail. I love Cambodia. So we are at the Orlando International. Fringe, Fringe Theater Festival. Theater Festival. We're on the lawn here at Lock Haven Park. What is the Fringe Festival? It is the largest festival in Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's two weeks, 160 shows from around the world, rotating throughout the day, every day. Uh, there's a beer garden out in the middle of Lock Haven Come Park. Come see it. Food trucks. If you've never been. Then you're not an Orlandoan. You're not. You're really not. I don't understand what people's aversion why haven't you been here? You should be here. There's a two-week beer garden. That alone should just be full of people. Totally. Anyway. So it goes all weekend, ends on Monday. Mm-hmm. Parking's come, crazy, so check ride it your out. bike on the urban trail to get here. Totally. Uh, lot to talk about. Yeah. But here on Bungalow on the Bus, we like to talk a lot about things that are happening in uh, downtown Orlando. Winter Park sometimes. Winter Park sometimes. Depending on the Winter Park. Yeah. You don't I don't like just, to go too far into I put them in, in there in case it's a slow news day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> talk about what's happening in winter park uh we talk about restaurant opening and closing giraffes closed giraffes i always thought it was just called giraffes giraffes you could call that maybe this, it's like portuguese for giraffes this was the one on mills and virginia. virginia virginia did you ever eat there uh yes once how was it not great no they had their what was cheddar their cheese biscuits were like as hard as a puck was that their thing it wasn't their thing it was like sandwiches I don't really right know what it was it was like weird brazilian stuff like but sandwiches that, that's not the only one in orlando isn't there one on i drive yes and i think there's one in altamont is it a chain i mean obviously yeah, there's it's a, a bunch but it's a chain all right i mm. never ate there but now it's closed what's going there <laughs> it's called too much sauce. Too much sauce. Yeah, it's they call it fresh bowls. This is the guy behind hot crust, correct? Yeah. And I don't know his name. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? It's got too much sauce on it. Uh, it's like rice bowls and things. Quinoa. I think my Quinoa. wife I think my wife read that and she made a comment. How many bowl places do we need in Orlando? Many. <laughs> Apparently. I order from Hummus House like probably three times a week. Really? Uber I'm Eats. So, uh, all right, I'm gonna make so I like Hummus House. This is on well, what street is it there? Orlando. I never know what to call it right there. 1792. Okay. It's right there by the First Green Bank, by the yes. Publix there. I didn't think they would make it. Not because I don't think their food's good. You, you can't see that place. Like you if you're can't driving see it. by, but they the were smart. overhang. They're on all of the d- restaurant delivery stuff. Oh. Um, they got pretty is, good food. I love it. I get like the Euro Bowl with yeah. rice. Extra tzatziki. I appreciate that you call the euro, not a gyro. No, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I'm not a plebeian. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know how to. I know how to talk. Uh huh. Um, you know, it's right. right next to that is Square One Burgers. Ooh, and they're they're, they're back to square one. <laughs> back to square zero. But um, boom. I'm not rejoicing at their failure. I never went. You never had it. Never went. It's like, all right, burgers. I get it. No must, no fuss burgers. But they were expensive. I like burgers too. You know why they were expensive? 
Or were they from Japan? Kobe from J- beef? Kobe beef. No, it's just the the rent was insane. Yeah, the rent's too damn high. It was like ten thousand dollars a month. No way. Yeah. There's a lot of, I mean if you think about it, there's a lot of things on seventeen ninety two that have gone under that Italiano, the well oh, I Italios. Say a lot. Italios. Italios, yeah. Just stuff. It's expensive to be on that street. That's where the glass knife thing's going. Yeah, right, yeah. Hopefully they'll make it. Um, I don't know what's. This is a turnkey restaurant now. Like anyone can move in there. If someone's got a restaurant concept. What does, what does it need? What does Winter Park slash Orlando? Is that Orlando or Winter Park there? It's Winter Park. Okay. Um, what do you think it needs there? Like a huge Indian restaurant. I was gonna say that. Not there. I'd, I'd love. I mean, it'd be fine if it was there. I would love to see an Indian restaurant in College Park. Or like Nile Ethiopian. I'd be cool. Oh, if that'd they be great. Something. Yeah, if they could open up here. Yeah. Nile. If you've never been to Nile Ethiopian, this is way out of the bungalow area, but it's on I Drive, uh, in the same sort of area where Buffalo Wild Wings is. It so sounds good. like if you're a local and you say, "Oh, I never go to I Drive. It's terrible over there." Go to Nile. If you like just interesting food, you eat like with your hands and you have these like pancake things. What are they called? Dope. Don't. It starts with a D. Dorma. Don't. I don't know. And I love it. I love I love Nile. As, as a proponent of downtown and talking about downtown all the time, I do think it's important for people to re- realize that it's also kind of regional. And there are some really cool world-class restaurants exactly. out there that you should at least be checking in also, once awesome a year. Also, there's awesome go-karts across the street. Awesome go-karts. Have <laughs> you ever been on those go-karts no. there? You should go. <laughs> I, I there's hear. like these wood ramps and you go over. <laughs> it's so much fun. How do you... I'm just trying to picture you in a go-kart with I'm your a little knees tall. by your ears. Yeah. I look like... <laughs> Yeah, like I a know. spider that's hiding from people. Yeah. And it just pulls all its legs in. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I like uh, Choo Choo Tango's over there. I've never been there. Ever in a Choo Choo Tango's? I've been inside, but I've never eaten there. Oh, we're going to go on an adventure. All right, let's do it. Oh, that'd be fun. I'll do Bungalow it. Bungalower does I drive. We'll do a video. We should. I would do that. All right, we cool. We can do that. We'll call it day tripping. Day tripping. <laughs> I like it. They have uh, the best mojitos. Really? Really good. Like by the pitcher. Really? Uh-huh. Did we talk? We didn't talk about this last week. Pepe's Cantina is opening up downtown. Yeah, in uh, in the somewhere Mary's Hamburger Mary's sidebar. Yes, they were they had extended. It was gonna. It used to be like a dessert shop. The dessert lady was. This is on Church Street, right? Right by the Amway Center. There was the dessert lady was there who had amazing food. Right next to Cheyenne Saloon. She ended up moving to Sand Lake or somewhere out Dr. Phillips area. Okay. And I'd never been in there. Then I did, we went there. My wife and I went there for Valentine's Day one time. Aww. Triple chocolate layered cake. It was amazing. It was like a poker room before that, wasn't it? Ah, uh, that was before my time. I don't even know her. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> then like, it was that Philly uh, restaurant or that that Pittsburgh restaurant, right? Which I ate there one time. I thought it was pretty good, but nothing special. It's just so small. I just can't. Im- I don't know. It's again, it's that square footage thing, right? If it's uh-huh. too, if it's not big enough, go on. <laughs> <laughs> Family friendly, and then and then it was the sidebar, and then sidebar. So hamburger Mary's was they did like a did they annex just need thing. more bar space. Or? They really want to expand. So okay. like they were trying to get into Sega Fredos, um, but they were just crushed by Whole Foods. Yeah, not Whole Foods, Fresh Fresh Market. Fresh Market didn't want them to move in there because of parking. Really? So they were not allowed to move into Sega Fredos because of Fresh Market. That sounds... That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, we never wrote about that. It does, kind of. because they're drag queens. I think it's because they're drag queens. Totally. And Fresh Market's not that fresh in their uh, <laughs> outlook on life. So they kind of shut them down. I think uh, 
They're just itching to do something and do something else. And so they opened up that sidebar thing. Didn't work out. Yeah. So now these guys are moving in. Pepe's Cantina. And they have a restaurant in Winter Park. Hannibal Square, yeah. On New England. And Pepe's used to be... Mia to- Tomatina. Mia Tomatina. My favorite Spanish restaurant in all of Central Florida. Paella. Closed. They had <laughs> awesome paella there. It took, you know, it took 40 minutes to make, and they had this awesome bread where you dip it in this tomato sauce, and it was so, so good. And I think just people didn't go there, and it was just a cool place. It's a big it's a big place. Yeah. Yeah, it's a big square footage again. So. And now they're, I mean, now they're a Mexican restaurant. In Winter Park, and I guess they're just expanding to downtown. I think they're o- they're staying open in Winter they Park. They are. They're just yeah, just a second location. And it's good. I mean, I, I've eaten at Pepe's once or twice, and it's good food. Okay. So hopefully they'll do well downtown. That I makes, think they what? will. There's no Mexican on that stretch. That Hefe's used to be there, didn't it? Did they close? Hefe's closed, and now they're gonna open something else there. The Irish bar right next to it reopened as an Irish bar. As an Irish bar, yeah. looks exactly the same. I thought that they had done a whole new build out, but when I looked at old photos of when our previous editor wrote about it, it looks the exact same. So Irish Shannons is what it's called now. Uh, who knows? Whatever. I don't know the intricacies they just do of rotating why people close. They just do rotating <laughs> clubs there. It's that church street restaurant. Every few groups. months, they just change it up. Um, Actually, right across the street from Pepe's is, is that uh, the new Lions Pride. Yeah, you got to go. I did. I didn't get an invitation. <laughs> Never do. Nobody cares about John Bustegger. <laughs> I wasn't invited. Everybody wants Brendan. No, there. no, I wasn't invited. I just showed up. How was I, it? I heard it opened. It was okay. Um, it's okay? It actually is a lot like just like it's just a normal cafe, but super beautiful build out. Inside is gorgeous. They have food? They do. I had pasta. It was I don't know why. Uh, the sandwich, my boyfriend had a sandwich. It was delicious. Our friend showed up. He had a sandwich, too, and loved it. And there's a VIP club level on the second like second floor. It's all soccer-themed, right? All, everything's soccer. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an annex for the game. So, like, if you can't get in to see the show, you can just roll into Lions Pride cool. and watch on these giant TV screens they have everywhere. And, actually, if you go to the restroom, they have rest. They have TVs in the restroom. Do they have ice in the urinal, and though? No ice in the urinal. Oh, not a classy place, though. <laughs> um, so you can't even spell your name in the snow. <laughs> they, it's interesting. It's cool. You have to pay for a membership to get to the second level, but you'd have your own bartender, and then there's, like, bleachers where you can watch the game on the giant TV screens on the wall, and every time someone gets a goal, the chairs vibrate. Really? Like you're in a stadium. Ooh. Yeah, it's kind of fun, right? That makes it. I mean, if, if that place is opening, sidebars or the the Pepe's Cantina is opening, did anything ever replace that Maddie's Crew and Craft? Wasn't there Craft like and a, Crew, something's coming. I don't know what it is yet, but something is replacing it. I mean, there, that has to be almost everything on Church Street starting to fill up. I mean, Yeah, the, there's the offices one, above Hamburger Mary's. If that ever gets replaced, that'll be cool if that, someone moves in there. That one, Urban Flats hasn't, re- nothing's opened in that spot, though. Where 55 West is, there was an Urban Flats there. There was a, what was that one bar where you, like, you had to, on like, it called Touch, wasn't it? Where you, like, know. touch the screen. and anyway. I wasn't here for that. Uh, the the California Piano Tortilla bar. place was about to open, and they just, 55 West got bought. And so that kind of affected a lot of the footprint around it. So there's a lot of restaurants that don't that were about to open, but kind of bailed. But I mean, most of it's filling up. I mean, when when Lions Pride went in, that was a club for a long time. I think it was called 
Bliss? Bliss, yeah. I never went there, but... Very Afrocentric. Really? Uh-huh. I didn't know that. Bliss. Um, but now, I mean, everything is full now almost on yeah. that street. Ceviche's is getting a whole new frontage. Always likes... Ceviche has amazing happy hour. I love Ceviche's just in general. I think I, it's a beautiful well, space. Well, I have a problem with tapas, so... Because you don't like sharing? I don't like paying $12 for a little bit of food. Uh-huh. And then I order a bunch of things, and then my bill is $100, and I'm still hungry <laughs> afterwards. It's like sushi. But I, I like your their happy old hour. man coming out. I know. Yeah. But I like their happy hour I like because happy you can hour. get a, a ton of stuff for like 4 bucks each. You can get hummus. You can get uh, octopus and olives. And they got a good happy hour there. Wahlburgers now is like the anchor on the other end of totally. the street. And it, it's cool to see how that's all like connecting with uh, the stadium just up the streets and yeah and yeah. I know I, I think we talked about this a few weeks ago but I finally went to Mather's social gathering what'd you think prettiest bar in Orlando I think I was so I think it's beautiful I was so amazed so this is on Pine and Magnolia Pine and Magnolia right across from Gallery at Avalon Island upstairs you would never know it's there if you're just walking by third floor it's almost like a speakeasy it's, yeah so but, you walk in you have to get in an elevator and then uh-huh. as soon as you get out of that elevator you take one step out and you're like, oh my gosh, like where, where am, am I? I? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but it's so cool in there. Huge ceilings, yeah, 20, wood, original windows. Foot ceilings at least. Um, the guy who lived there and who owns it, Romy Mawardi, is an avid antique collector. He has like a warehouse full of antiques. I've seen it. And so everything in there is like from his private collection. It looks amazing in there. It's, they did a really good everything job. Everything looks authentic. It looks like you're in 1925. These are the guys the that stuff. own like Vane, like which is possibly one of the worst nightclubs <laughs> ever to come to Orlando. And it's just and it's just so base, like thumpa thumpa, you know, kids doing coke and then like grinding on each other and going home kind of thing. And then and then they like come up with this like beautiful, super cool concept. It looks like the library from Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. And you can have a $15 cocktail and, and sit they in are. Like a leather Chesterfield that's like on a swing. I really want them to start doing like live jazz there. It'd be cool if they could find like trios to play. They're and- open to all that. They want they want live music. They want literary readings. Uh, it's just it's just super cool. I love it. Hey, this uh, outdoor fringe garden is getting to fill packed. up. Yeah, we should probably mention if you're just tuning in, we're here at the Orlando International Film. Am I say I always miss you? Would say film festival, Orlando Internet, Orlando fringe, International the Festival, Theater Fringe Festival, Fringe Theater the Fringe festival. festival, and it's theater with an R E, not an E R. Oh, yeah, <laughs> But we're we're here at Lock Haven Park. It's it's yeah. We got some beers from the up. beer truck still all weekend. Yes. Come check 160 it out. shows. They're selling out. So get here or just come and hang out at we, the beer we garden. We tried to go see a show. We were going to go see a show instead of recording this right now, but they sold out. But they sold so out, we, which is okay. Now I get to, to like, people watch. Yeah, we decided to just record instead. If you're like if you're like shopping for a husband, too, I think you, you should come to a, Fringe. You have a, a, a I'm, t- I'm helping these people. Other. Fine. I'm just saying there's some like cute, eligible, traveling people. All right. Hanging out at Fringe. All right. Looking for someone to show them the sights. There you go. Yeah. There's someone from Canada. <laughs> yeah. Looking for someone with an annual pass to Disney. That's <laughs> <laughs> some sort of euphemism. Take someone out. <laughs> it should be. <laughs> hey, girl. Hey, girl. I got an annual pass. Hey. Hey, boy. Anything else opening or closing? Are we good? Yeah, square one. Tap, grind, tap and grind. Oh, yeah. The yeah. downtown like kind of surfy bar. Uh, I love the tap and grind. I've actually been once. Really? Yeah. Did you not like it? 
I think I liked it. It's kind of out of the way if you're not over there. It's one of the closest bars. Oh, wait. All right. This sounds like convoluted. But if you're at the Amway or going to the Amway, it's like the one bar that's sort of off the main strip. Okay. A little quieter there. You can sit outside. It's on like the bottom floor of a parking garage. But they got really good beer there. Next to like that cool Colombian spot? Yes. It's yeah. right next all to right. there. I love them. Super Rico Colombian or something like that. Which is also delicious. It used to be a food truck, there. and it's like basically the size of a food truck inside. You know, one time I was at Tap and Grind having a beer, and I hadn't eaten, and somebody's like, hey, do you want to get a burger? It's like, no, I'm good. I'll eat when I get home. Like seven drinks later, <laughs> I was so, I didn't feel so hot, and I should have had that burger. You're in your pints. Yeah, yeah. They, I uh, liked, though, that day. They're opening, <laughs> they just secured, it's, they don't really know what they're opening yet. But it's over by the bar. It's by Bart, yeah, by Bart and uh, Guest House, not Guest House. Sort of. It's down, down the Mills. ways. Uh, what's right there? The the Thai place, Pop yeah, Thai, right next to Pop Thai. Oh, I, I miss that sandwich shop. Yummy? Oh, my gosh. I used to go there all the time. It was gross. What? A- <laughs> You're crazy. <laughs> I loved it there because oh. the sandwich was like $3. They were, yes, and it was $3 because... The meat was questionable. Well, all that. I mean, I, so I, I'm going to stereotype here, but oh, like, you whenever are. Well, you watch get, what you're saying. I'm just going to say, watch whatever you, you say get, it, the Vietnamese French bread. special <laughs> combo meat sandwich, you just got to take whatever they put on it. Oh, they racist. put weird head cheese meat on there, but it's delicious. I. It was gross. Boston Bakery. Have no. you been to Boston Bakery? Yes. Pop Thai restaurant is amazing i think it's good i'm just saying i like the sandwich place well you're wrong all right well that's where it's going they right. don't know they, they they're renting out the space they're still deciding on if they're going to go with just like the same concept and just like move it over uh they're they not don't closing know what they're though do right they're just no it sounds like they just want another location is Taco ever gonna open <laughs> i feel like we talk about this every week uh, it's actually number three they have it over oh that's right they're in a BMW drive, right? don't it's they? just weird i don't know are they gonna open that other one I don't know. I'm not talking. I don't know. All right. I'll reach out to them again. I feel like if I write about it again, it'll. we'll have to wait another year. All right. We don't have much time. What's going on this weekend besides the uh, international We did this last week. How much time do I festival. have? All right. So there's Papa Llama Peruvian Pop-Up uh, at GB's Bottle Shop. That's in that? Ivanhoe Village. It's Saturday. All right. Five to eight. Uh, super cool Latin Peruvian food. In the middle of a bot- beer bottle bar. Like, how, how is cool. that not good? So check that out. The Asian Cultural Festival at Fa- is at Fashion Square Mall at I've 11. I've been to that before. I love it. Yeah. I'm a little mad that they moved it out of Mills 50 proper and into Fashion Square Mall. Totally. That makes no sense eh, to me. It could be like a, like a weather thing. You know, they can always, you know, if it rains, they're yeah, obviously like, inside. Asian Cultural Festival? What does I that have to do with Fashion Square Mall? I know. I want to be able to see, like, the backs of those super cool spots. <laughs> like, all those little Asian supermarkets. While, like, there's people You're with dragon puppets. Tell them what to do. I'm Caucasian. <laughs> so there. <laughs> Forrest Gump is playing at Edzian uh, at 11 a.m. on Saturday. Forrest Gump at For Edzian. Father's Day? Or, no, it's not Father's Day yet. I don't know. Just oh, planned? It, it's like Memorial Weekend. That's so true. maybe that's what it is. A nod. Uh, Red, White, and Brew is at World of Beer. That starts at noon. Watercolor Pet 
portrait workshop. You can learn how to paint your pet. Awesome. Wait, with you paint your pet? Yeah. Like, you know, you paint your pet, not paint on your pet. <laughs> right? Yeah, with non-toxics. All right. Uh, you, know, you paint a portrait. Of I your, have a black lab, dog. so it, Just you know, it doesn't black. matter what color you yeah. paint it. <laughs> That's racist. No, it's not. 1 p.m. It's 1 p.m. Saturday at Paper Goat Post. You should paint a portrait of your dog. She's a black dog. I'll go if you go. I let her paint. She should paint a portrait of herself. No. What day? It's ridiculous. Saturday? Saturday, 1 p.m. I'm going to be here at the Fringe Festival. All right. It's just up the street if you need a break. All right. Uh, Functionally Literate. It's one of the best ongoing literary series in town. It's featuring uh, author Jeff Vandermeer. He's coming back. That's at the Bush Auditorium at Rollins College. I believe cool. that's at 7 p.m. And then Nina Benina Brown, the RuPaul's Drag Race uh, amazing performer. She's from this this season. She's going to be performing at Parliament at 8 p.m. Saturday. Right. She did really, really cool, like, paper cutout mask stuff. And she just, like, build up her face to look like an alien. I don't have cable. Paper. I don't get to see these shows. Who has cable? I watched it online. All right. Cable. <laughs> 2017. If you got cable, you probably have a dial-up. That's all. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you got you got home phone, home phone kind of money. <laughs> is that it? No. There's Sunday. There's the. This is outside of our purview, but there's the De- Land Indie Market, uh, an, an Artisan Alley. If you watch our Tawny Tourist, you'll know where that is. It's kind of tucked behind the main stretch. You're gonna send me all the way to the land. I, I think it's worth it. Plus, it's Deland. It's super cool. I do like Deland. There's a there's a bookstore there. How are we doing on time? We're good. All right. There's a bookstore there that has a whole Florida. We got <laughs> we got some fans there. here. Shout it out. <laughs> <laughs> there's a bookstore there that has a whole Florida room, which is amazing. And I bought like a million old magazines of Florida, but they're like stapled together. Were they home dirty magazines, things. Brendan? <laughs> they were dirty in the sense that they've been around since the. 40s, <laughs> 20s. Um, the Orlando Carnival downtown is at Camping World Stadium at noon. I believe it's like a street party carnival. Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah, like skimpy outfits and feathers. And that sounds stuff. really fun. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> That's Sunday. You won't be a fringe. Uh, Southern Fried Sunday is moving from Will's Pub. They're going to come to downtown at Fringe. They're cool. going to be here at the Green. So it's like fried chicken, cool Southern music. Uh, I believe it's free, so come check it out. I love Southern Fried Sunday anyway. It's like a monthly event with Jessica Polly, yeah, who's like the queen of local music, mogul. Uh, the waterfront, which we haven't talked about yet, it was it Julie's waterfront? Yeah, closed. This is on South Orange. South it's Orange. There forever on a lake. It's like Belle Isle, right? Yeah. Uh, so that's why we haven't written about it. Purchased. Reopened as the waterfront. They're having a swine and shine party with pig roast. That's at two to ten. There's an urban Orlando urban sketch crawl. I'm going to be doing that 4 p.m. Lake Eola. You just walk around and sketch things. Cool. I'm going to do that with Thomas Thorspeck and super looking forward to it. So I'm yeah, be a fringe full weekend. That's I'm all you're going to do. The whole weekend. I'm going to try to be here as much as I can. I want to go to Rock Springs with you and go tubing. We can do that. Let's I do have it. a kayak too. All right. All right. You, you have to brag tube, about it. I'll be in my kayak. <laughs> right, Sounds Come good. to the Fringe Festival. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. I don't know how many times I can say it. Let's go check out this pop-up gay bar that's happening. Will they let me in? Stonewall. You, you, do I have to do anything to prove it? Or? with me. Yeah, show a little leg, okay. baby. All right. I can do all that. Right, all right. All right. All right. We'll <laughs> see you guys next week. I'm Bungalore in the bus. <laughs>